0: over 10 days I added more than 7,000 new members. If I had used paid advertising it would have cost me about $10,000 at the time. To be able to do this for $50 for the graphics and some time to negotiate the competition and the prize sponsor this was a real eye-opener.
1: Hello, and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, Mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina
0: McCarter. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Katrina McCarter, and today we are going to be talking about a subject that is something I am truly passionate about, and that is partnerships and collaborations. I first discovered the power of partnerships a decade ago, and they have completely transformed the way I do business. So much so, I've actually set up a business all around teaching small business owners and entrepreneurs just how to. To identify and negotiate their own partnerships and collaborations. So in today's episode, we're really going to talk about what does a successful partnership look like? And I want to highlight three things that I find really holds back small business owners in successfully negotiating their own partnerships so that you can avoid them. How about we get started? Hello, it's Katrina. It is wonderful to have you join me. Now today on the show, I want to talk about a subject that I am truly passionate about. It is one of the biggest opportunities for both small and big brands going into 2022 and beyond. And that is the power of partnerships and collaborations. So specifically what we're going to be talking about today is What does a successful partnership look like? We're going to talk about what holds businesses and brands back from using partnerships. And then I'm going to talk about steps that you can take to either upskill yourself and or your team to use partnerships and collaborations as your key growth strategy. But to get things started, I'd actually love to talk about my own discovery of partnerships. So it was actually a decade ago, back in 2011, and I launched my very first business. I was 39. I had three small children. I had really always wanted to become an entrepreneur, but fear had been holding me back. No two, no two uh, ways about it. I was really worried that I wasn't going to be able to match my corporate income. There were mounting financial obligations. We'd had a mortgage and I just decided, you know, it was now or Never. I dived in and I launched Australia's first group buying site, which catered for mums and their families. Now, I raised a bit of capital from local investors uh, to get the business going, but I certainly wasn't in a position to pay myself and I really struggled to grow the member base and I remember I reached out to another woman. I didn't know her but I'd been watching her online. She had an online parenting platform over the other side of Australia and I asked her if she wanted to join me to run a joint competition where entrants would need to sign up to both of our databases. She was in straight up and uh, she encouraged me to reach out to a third player. So i I felt fairly bold and I actually reached out to the largest parenting community in Australia at that time and I invited them to join us and they did. And I secured two Thermomixers as prizes and the competition kicked off. And over 10 days, I added more than 7,000 new members to my list. Now, this was a complete revelation to me and just to give you a bit of perspective, if I had used paid advertising to attract 7,000 mums to sign up as members on my website, it would have cost me about $10,000 at the time. So to be able to do this for $50 for the graphics and some time to negotiate and coordinate the competition and negotiate the prize sponsor, this was a real eye-opener. Now, I knew that the value in selling my business was in the size of my community. So to be able to build my community at such a low cost really blew my mind. I went on and I repeated that same partnership format with different businesses who shared the same audience as me but weren't in direct competition. And over the next five years, I had a community built of more than 150,000 mums And I never spent more than $300 a month on marketing. And in fact, in the last 18 months of owning that business, I spent nothing at all while still building a really powerful asset that attracted some big brand advertisers. Since then, partnerships have really become a bit of an obsession to the point where I've used them so many different ways to achieve my business objectives. I've used them to position my business in the marketplace, to drive my profits by reducing my operating expenses, to position myself as a global expert in the marketing to mum space, uh, to improve customer experience. I mean, I've even used them to fund an editor for my first best-selling book and even to dress me for international speaking events. The opportunities are limitless. Now, what I've known for over a decade is now being backed up by one of the world's largest analyst firms. Partnership marketing is not just the fastest, lowest cost way to grow a business. They are an integral part of any serious businesses, DNA and future proofing. As advertising budgets shrank during the pandemic, we saw partnerships flourish. And that was according to Deloitte's 2021 Marketing Trends Report. Now, according to this Deloitte report, 80% of its C-suite survey respondents who introduced new pandemic partnerships see them as critical to their future plans. Now, as brands step up to the plate in more creative ways in 2022, partnerships really should be top of the list as a growth opportunity. Now, before we go any further, I think it's really important that we clarify what a partnership is. I define it quite simply is when two or more parties come together for mutual gain. So you might hear people refer to it as a JV or a joint venture, a collaboration, a collab, sponsorship, marketing partnership, or just partnership. I actually lump them all together under the umbrella word partnership to me, there are three principles of a successful partnership. First up, there's the same audience and they're not in direct competition with each other. The second thing is that there's an equal exchange of value taking place between all parties. And thirdly, the parties share the same business ethics and values. Now, I want to tell you that last one about same business ethics and values is really important. It's often overlooked by many brands and it can be quite disastrous. And I can tell you from firsthand experience. Back in 2012, I partnered up with another online parenting community. And at the end of the competition, they started I think twice daily spamming the list of new signups that certainly was not in keeping with the way that I communicated with my community and boy did they let me know it was a very powerful learning experience for me and it's one that I definitely share with a lot of my clients to make sure that they avoid
1: Needing an energetic, dynamic speaker at your next conference or event? Katrina McCarta, your host of Marketing to Mums, the podcast, speaks around the globe on all aspects related to marketing effectively to mums. You can download her speaker kit at katrinamcarter.com or contact her directly on LinkedIn via her profile, Katrina McArthur.
0: So what are the things that really hold brands and business owners back from using partnerships and collaborations to grow their business? Having been in this field and been using partnerships now for a decade, I really feel like there's three things that hold people back. First up, they're really not quite sure where to start. I find brands are often stumped when it comes to their first partnership move. You know, what should they ask for? Who should they reach out to? And what I find is they're just overwhelmed and they just continue to do what they've always done and invest in other marketing activities. I've got to tell you that these kinds of brands and people are the people that I love to work with because I take them through the partnership framework that I use and they gain that confidence on how to identify, approach and negotiate with a potential marketing partner. Once they've got this skill, they start to see their brand in a whole new light opportunities abound. That's really quite transformational. The second thing that I find is really holding back brands uh, from using partnerships and collaborations is that they're not quite sure who to approach. You know, I think that the key is to partner with someone who has the same clients or audience but isn't in direct competition. I think that's really, really important. And I want to say just here that Don't think that a small brand can't partner with a big brand. Nothing can be further from the truth. I have so many of my clients who partner with small or large brands um, and certainly I, myself, even in launch phase, have partnered with some really big global brands. Uh, Don't let this put you off at all. I want to tell you, if you're a small brand listening, we have found that through the pandemic, big brands have had their marketing budget slashed and they're really looking for more creative ways to get things done. You have never been more attractive. So there's a lot of opportunity out there. And I would say to both big and small brands, be bold and aim high. So the third thing that I think really holds back a lot of brands from using partnerships and collaborations is that they're not quite sure what they can offer which will be valued and they're not quite sure what to ask for in return. And this is often, again, something that I see in some of the smaller brands is that they fail to just understand quite how valuable they are just because something comes easily to them they seem to discount its value to other people and what then happens is that any partnerships that are formed become really grossly unbalanced and the smaller brand gives away huge amounts of value and gets very little in return when it, when they could have received so much more. I think that the first thing to do is get super clear on what assets you have to offer and if that's something you need help with reach out because you really want to know what you've got to play with first up. Unpack all your skills and your expertise before you go and look to approach a partner. Now, what I find because of these three issues that are holding people back, and just to summarize, they're not sure where to start. They don't know who to approach. They aren't sure what they can offer and what they can ask for. This just leads to a whole lot of inaction. And I want to say that it's costing your brand dearly. You know, partnerships really will allow you to create bigger opportunities for your brand. They provide what I call effortless deal making. And that is what I so want for your business. So what is it that you should do or can do? What are the steps to take if you really want to look to work out how you could harness partnerships? I have for years had people reach out to me and ask me to identify suitable partners for their business it's the kind of consulting project that I love. And I do a lot of this under my marketing to mum's work. You know, they tell me the ideal audience. I understand what their business objectives are. And then I set about looking for 10 well-aligned prospective partners that are going to help them achieve those business objectives. So that is the kind of project that I can help you with. But what I have started to notice is that many of them then get stuck with the next step. You know, how do you actually approach and pitch and negotiate that partner? So having seen that, Three years ago, I actually started another business alongside marketing to mums, and it's called Partnership Mastery. And that's actually where I'm teaching individuals and teams how to successfully not just identify but negotiate their own partnerships. And in this, I share my seven step framework that I've been using for a decade. I find it a beautiful partnership in itself because my clients love to learn my secrets about how I do it. And I get such a massive kick out of seeing them go on and secure some pretty transformational partnerships. You know, it really gives me a great kick to see that happen. So if you want to find out how I can assist you learn the art of securing great partners, I would say, first up, head over to partnershipmastery.global. That's my website. You'll find a heap of free resources there and you'll find out about my signature six-week program. That's really where I'm teaching that seven-step formula. But if you'd like someone, i.e. myself, um, actually identify a list of prospective partners for your business, then just reach out to me via email, katrina at au. In 2022, there's one thing I do want to encourage every business and brand listening is to really have a look at honing in on partnerships and collaborations. They are the fastest ticket to growth available. Partnerships are incredibly influential and powerful, but what I love about them is how creatively they can be applied in business. I love partnerships so much, and I do so much of this work for clients, that I actually set up a business purely training small business owners and entrepreneurs in partnerships. So I'd love to bring your attention to my website, which is partnershipmastery.global. And in particular, I would direct you to the six-week signature program where I teach you how to identify and negotiate your own meaningful strategic marketing partnerships there's also a bunch of resources there if this is one of those marketing with no money strategies you want to delve into more deeply which I hope that you do until next time I want to thank you for listening to marketing to mums the podcast
1: You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.